spoiler alert. Oh, this is the only fucking podcast about the Sopranos. So what, no fucking ZD now? Tonight on No Fucking ZD, our radar's up for Meadow and Jackie Jr. Ralphie and Tony have a showdown, and we finally hear the good news. It's an all-new episode of No Fucking ZD. Whoa. Welcome to NFC 34. 34. Yeah, pretty we're cool. Po- we're, we're recording the podcast on Mondays now. It's different. Yeah, I kind of like it, though. There's, like, less beer involved. Mm, and there's daylight, which is nice. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting. Instead of it being, like, the middle of the night. Yeah. Sitting here in the dark. That's what we usually do is set our alarms for 1 a.m. and then meet outside <laughs> and then record in the pitch black. In the warehouse. Yes. It has to be freezing, too. It has. Yeah. Really <laughs> important that? for it to be really cold. Yeah. That, that, those were the dark days of NFC. Yeah. It was either too cold. They're too hot or never in between. Never in between. And yeah, and we couldn't even block. afford pencils back then. I know. Yeah, we'd have like, to just rip the paper up at the end. We up, couldn't cross things out. Up, up, uphill both ways. Mm-hmm. Um. All right. So we're talking about He Is Risen today. Uh, a pretty, uh, pretty solid episode. So a sneakily I, solid episode. If I, I can like make this up a episode because a lot happens. Yeah, a lot does happen. A lot of easy sure. stuff happens. Mm-hmm. You know, and like. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah yeah exactly um, a lot of mob politics always yeah. fun yeah. a lot of scheming look let's just get down to what everyone wants to talk about which is Meadow Soprano's love life yes that's the really the apex of the series right here mm-hmm. is like her love life her body is mad ripe <laughs> her body is mad ripe <laughs> dude that scene when Jackie and Dino are talking about her it's just like it's it's really coarse and it's, yeah, crass. And, I know, I know. But at least uh, at least Jackie Jr. So, shows some restraints and only looks at her boobs while she's sleeping. I know, I'm not, <laughs> I don't know how I'm supposed to feel about that. Uh, like, is that not creepy? Uh, no, that is, pro- that's pretty creepy. <laughs> that's pretty creepy, right? But uh, but he's better than uh, Jesus whatever from Employee of the Month, I guess. So there's that's that. That's true, so we're supposed to be comparing Jack yeah. to Jesus. Right, but Jackie is now officially, he's a cool guy, you know? He's a cool guy. He didn't, he didn't go too far. Man, he is not a cool guy. No, not at all. He's, uh, um, yeah, he's dealing ecstasy at that party at the beginning. Caitlin's having a great time, She tries. She tries ecstasy. It's kind of a mm-hmm. hilarious moment where she's like, you have to try it. Mm-hmm. It's like kind of a little bit out of the like anti-drug PSA playbook yeah kind of you know what I mean because like that's that's always been something that I laugh at a little bit is like the slang that they choose for Meadow and her friends to be using Mm -hmm. you know like I'm gonna be 18 soon so just bug out you know (laughs) like (laughs) like I never said that kind of shit no 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 I never I say that now now that I'm 30 just bug out yeah just bug the fuck out um yeah Jackie shows up at this Columbia party which she has really no business being at as far as an intellectual or (laughs) or person come to Columbia stupid (laughs) (laughs) claims that he's in the Rutgers chapter of some fraternity now um I mean I believe that he's not really saying that he's good at school that's true but but we do kind of find out later that he's really not going to school so so I don't know if that's necessarily true or if he's just telling Meadow that because he knows it'll kind of impress her but um you know this because he's collegiate as well yeah um but this has been kind of foreshadowed for several several episodes now. There's a little thing going on here with these two childhood friends, Sopranos yeah. and the Aprils. 
And uh, and here we go. Now it's officially uh, officially getting hot and heavy. And my radar's up. My radar's <laughs> up. Yes. <laughs> I mean, so like they had. So she's drinking tequila and taking ecstasy mm-hmm. and falls asleep. I wanted to bring that up. She she did ecstasy and fell asleep. And now uh, that's I'm, not how it works. Yeah, I'm not going to say NFC endorses anything like that. But that or that we have any particular experience with any you know controlled substances of any type. None at all. Yeah. Other than tequila. Mm-hmm. We always take shots of tequila. Yeah. Yeah. And Tylenol. And uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, she passes out somehow. So automatically, realism just thrown out the window on the Sopranos <laughs> exactly. for me. I now can't believe anything else I see on this show. Plot hole. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he didn't give her real ecstasy. That's a very good point. But and isn't ecstasy, ecstasy supposed to make you really like super horny? Yeah. I mean, but who knows? It could be one of those things where he's like cutting it with baby powder kind of thing. Or yeah, I mean, it's Jackie Jr. Now that I think about it. Yeah, what the fuck? I mean, it's not in his interest to give her like a not legit ecstasy. Because yeah. like if he thinks he's going to get his thing wet, then maybe like mm-hmm. that's which thing like a good thing, his thing. Okay. You know? <laughs> um, but I don't know. Yeah. He's, he seems like a bad drug dealer. Yeah. I mean, he's he's not he doesn't apply himself to really anything he does. So that doesn't no, sucks that, at it. Yeah, he just kind of sucks at it. But um, you know, there's they they like each other here after all that's after Meadow talking about not talking to her dad and kind of <laughs> going away from all that, she's yeah. right back into a uh, an, an Italian uh Italian tough guy, quote unquote, from Jersey. Yeah, she thinks that she's very grown up, very mm-hmm. adult. She's mm-hmm. going to be 18 soon, you know, like that kind of thing. I guess she's what, like 19 now or something? Probably, yeah. Are we in second semester, do you think? We must be. Thanksgiving. Oh, no, first semester, right, that's true. When is her birthday? Is she an Aquarius? Uh, I hope so, because then her and I are meant for each other, because <laughs> I am. That's really good. Um, There's something strange happening where she's like, she's getting, you know, things didn't work out with, with Noah. Mm-hmm. Noah Tannenbaum, mm-hmm. who I miss. She's been hurt. I miss dearly. I know, yeah. I mean, I, I hope he's not dead. It would have been great if he, like, emerged from the shadows after that car accident and, like, had been just stalking Meadow and waiting for a time to save her. <laughs> <laughs> just to come back to her. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, you know, she 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 broke up with Noah, or Noah dumped her, rather. Right. And then... Huge mistake. Now she's, yeah. He's, well, good for her, though, I guess. He's got a... He's, I guess he's trying to aim higher, you mm-hmm. know, but... <laughs> right. Uh, but, you know, she... She's now kind of flying close to the coop. Mm-hmm. This is like, I think that we've already experienced the height of Meadows independence, basically. Yeah. Like going and going with that black guy. Right. <laughs> as right. Jackie says, you know, that's kind of like as far from the coop as she flies. Right. Yeah. She towed the line and then, uh, and then comes right back yeah. basically to what she is familiar with and comfortable with. And, uh, and, uh, that is Jackie Jr. Uh, Unfortunately, who is no longer in school, we find out. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. he wants to be Hugo Boss. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what? Yeah, I don't know. He's got big dreams, though, this kid. <laughs> <laughs> He's a moron. I mean, his. let's talk about his transformation, you know, yeah. like because he was when we first meet him. When uh, Richie April Jr. is like dosy doing around that house. Mm hmm. He's in there watching TV with his frat brothers or whatever. Yeah. He seems to be like balls deep in college. Yeah. And and even though like he's kind of trying to be in on all the mafia shit, like when Tony tells him to go fuck himself at the meeting. Right. Or whatever. But like uh, also uh, he gets dissed again when uh, when when what's his name gets beat up by Mustang Sally. When uh, yeah. Vito Sp- Vito's uh, cousin or whatever. Brian, yeah, Brian Spatafor, I guess. Maybe. Did we ever get the last name? I forget. I think it's Spatafor. Yeah, probably. His truck says Spatafor. Right, yeah. And everybody knows that whatever your truck says <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> is, your, is definitely your right. last name. Um, 
Yeah, he, you know, he said that he wanted to go like take down this Mustang Sally guy, but Junior's like, excuse me, excuse, or, or they told him to like get the fuck out of right, there, you know, right. basically. And then there's a time when Junior says, like, did I hear someone talking in here? That's that's last season when Richie's trying to convince Junior to kill Tony, I believe. That's in Junior's kitchen, right? That's in, yeah, yeah, and 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 Jackie's there. Yeah, yeah. Jackie's there. This actually came up online the other day, which I cannot believe I just said out loud, but just with her NFC account was talking about this. But yeah, it's kind of funny that Jackie, you know, for everyone trying to keep him out of the mob, like Richie just sort of brought him along and he he was there for a lot of kind of like important ish meetings, you know? Well, and, and and it's also kind of interesting that there's a pattern with, with Tony's nemesis is that, you know, he, they wound up, uh, uh, you know, they, they they all wind up bringing him along. Like, right. Because Ralph is doing the same thing. Yeah. I mean, Ralphie essentially offers him more ecstasy in this episode, which I know, is like, just like, <laughs> I mean, partly to probably to get at Tony, which we'll talk about a little, a little later. That's but, a good point, actually. Yeah. Because Ralph knows that Tony doesn't want him involved in shit like that. And Chrissy manages, Chrissy starts to listen, you know, mm-hmm. uh, but no one else does, it seems. Yeah. Well, I mean, I was thinking about it, and I, I just feel like part of that is probably just that the April name like goes kind of a long way, and you know, if mm-hmm. like really he could he could kind of be used as like a political pawn here a little bit, you know, if 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 I guess that's true, isn't yeah. It? If it was any if it was any point like Richie versus Tony or Ralphie versus Tony now, and they just wanted to be like, well, we have the son of the former boss here, and he agrees right. with me, you know, like that right. kind of that certainly helps. So, well, the problem is that like Jackie sucks so bad. He does. He just doesn't know how to do any of it, and he's mm-hmm. going to meet his. He's going to meet his maker trying to uh, take someone's advice, basically. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, and it uh, doesn't work out. No, D- doesn't think for himself too well. That kid. No, not at all. But he also, I think, just likes Tony better because obviously. But you know, like he's he's, he's super, a cool guy. Yeah, I mean, Ralph's not a cool guy. Uh, no, not really. <laughs> he's he doesn't, okay. He, he doesn't have that charisma, that thing that like attracts people to him as a character. He's different. Yeah, he's not even badass. He's just sniveling and weird right yeah um but tony is a cool guy and uh, has a cool thanksgiving the, the cooler thanksgiving i would say <laughs> <laughs> i think so i mean i gotta tell you that thanksgiving that they have with at rose house does not look fun no no and i love how she says why don't you go why don't you go see what meadow's doing and he, he just doesn't say anything immediately, immediately like, stands <laughs> <up>. <laughs> um and uh, but yeah, he's super excited to be at at the Soprano th- uh, Thanksgiving. Dino's just like, oh my god, you were at Tony's house for Thanksgiving. It's like this cool status symbol, it which totally I'm sure is. is part of the reason he likes Meadow aside from her uh, creaming uh, for him. You know, oh, oh yeah, 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 she's creaming. <laughs> yeah. uh, all of it, uh, right. all of it. I agree. I mean, that's one reason why he was like he was tripping out so hard when she crashed his car like an yes, idiot. Big time. She wanted to go see that band at Vassar. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Probably some fish cover band or yeah. some shit. I mean, he would have been fucked if anything seriously happened to her. But that's what he says. Right. If anything happened to you, I don't know what I would do. And yeah. it doesn't mean <laughs> because he cares about you. He means like literally like I would be on a milk carton like, yeah. for real. I know. Yeah. You'd have to leave the state of New Jersey and probably the country of the United States. The country of the United States. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe he would join the army and like actually learn a thing or two about the world. Yeah, maybe. This kid probably couldn't even open a pocket knife. No. Jackie Jr. learning? I, I just no. I just don't see it. I mean, I told you, he's a zero with Oakleys. Right. <laughs> you, know? you should wear those in every scene, don't you think? Even at night? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like when he and Meadow are playing Scrabble. <laughs> you actually should. I wish they did that. They should go back and, and change that. He's, he's lying on the bed. Just wearing those. Wearing fucking Oakleys yeah. and chilling. But, uh, you know, I, I, I also think it's interesting that in this episode... 
at the Bing, you know, Hesh shows up with the reverend. Uh, I love that scene. I do too. I do too. But it, I think it's funny that they show up in this this meadow heavy episode because again, like Tony being a hypocrite here, dealing with Hesh who's Jewish and the reverend who's black. That's that a good was, point. That was one, you know, that Noah was both of those things. And he likes the reverend in some ways. It, he definitely does. Yeah. And he really likes Hesh. Mm-hmm. For now, <laughs> until <laughs> until he owes him money. Basically. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I just thought that was interesting that they show up in this episode. You know, that's that's has so much about her kind of coming back to Tony. You know, right? Um, she's I guess just kind of gotten over his you know him being a hypocrite or or I don't know what it is exactly. But for you know she's back now and and them making appearance I think is kind of important. No, I I totally agree. And also I mean I think that there are a lot of parallels in here about you know how Tony deals with stuff in his mafia life versus mm-hmm. how he deals with it in his family and stuff like that. You know, his two families. Right. I suppose I just sort of mentioned the crux of the show. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. But, they um, really should have used that to pitch the show. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, I think that like in this episode, it's interesting because the line gets blurred a little bit because mm-hmm. he puts Carmela in to lie about Thanksgiving. Right. Which is really interesting. Mm. So there's this sort of like accessory thing happening where they're like being used as pawns, like you were saying with, 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 with Jack, Jack, Jack Jr. Jack, yep. uh, being used as like, he's got some leverage, you know, mm-hmm. because of, cause he's an April same with meadow, you know, people are sort of like using this, these civilians in here as like, as pieces on the chess set, you know yeah. what I mean? That's a great point. And, uh, and I think it's interesting also because like, their Thanksgiving looked like it sucked and the Soprano <laughs> one looks kind of fun. It does look kind of fun. I want to talk about Ohio kitchen matches with Hugh DeAngelis. <laughs> that sounds awesome. It does sound, I would love to hang out with Hugh DeAngelis. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, for a, for a little while, a little while. <laughs> uh, yeah, it does look like a lot of fun. Uh, it's Thanksgiving might be the best holiday Maybe I know some people who think it's the best. It's their favorite. It's really, it's really solid food wise. It I is. Yeah. Watching this maybe like, yeah, even though I'm loving that it's heating up and we're getting to, to summer and uh, we can just like hang out with those, those poly reflections. Yeah. Oh, you mean in our world? In our world. Yeah. yeah, yeah like yeah. we can, we'll sit outside after this podcast with one of those reflector things like Polly does. That's a good, that's a good idea. Yeah. And I'm excited for summer, but this episode watching it, I was just like, fuck man, Thanksgiving is the best and I kind of can't wait for it. It is the shit. I yeah. mean, why don't we just cook like that all the time? We could. Yeah. Um, but that Thanksgiving does look like a lot of fun. We we have to talk a little bit about Janice's boyfriend here and the poor guy with narcolepsy. Oh God! And, I, I, what's his name? Aaron. Yes. Aaron, yes, it is. Yes. And he's her boyfriend because she has a come to Jesus moment after she gets beat up by the Russians. The Russians, mm-hmm. who Tony has yet to deal with, but he will deal with them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, just a funny, funny family moment with them throwing the shit. <laughs> At the guy's face, and I know he's really funny, and he's yeah. like, "Almost time for turkey sandwiches." <laughs> like, that's a really funny moment. I mean, Tony's cool; he's a cool guy, real cool you know? guy. Yeah, so exactly. it doesn't matter that he does all the stuff that he yeah. does. Um, I mean, anything else on Meadow right now? I mean, it's really just more like you they know, wind up boning by the end of the episode. Do they do? Presumably, so. yeah, yeah. I guess so. Right. So I mean, there's she's that. so she's weird. There, there's, there's a lot of condom symbology in uh, mm. in. Uh, the Sopranos. Right, yeah. You know, she initiates sex by saying, do you have a condom? Right. And then later on with Jackie. He just pulls it out. His 
dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, he doesn't. He just like she just says oh, something. And he just like shows her the condom. Like it's not even a conversation. I thought it was. Oh yeah, he kind of shows her the condom. It's like really weird, like initiating on his part. And then later on in the next episode, I think she's like really, you know, they're sexually active together. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And she like gets into the car and she's like, "Look what I've got, a condom." <laughs> like it's really weird. Look how what that, I found. I don't think that was intentional on the part of any writers, but I just wanted to point that out. Like, well, that's what this is for. Yeah. They were, they were all about safe sex on The Sopranos. I think that's, that's a really sure. good thing because Lord knows what Jackie has. I mean, that guy has <laughs> that guy has herpes written all over him as yeah, far as I'm probably. concerned. And especially once we see the the girl that he cheats on Meadow with mm. later on. Yeah. Ooh, baby. Yeah. Jackie Jr. Um, yeah, but so, you know, I the one other thing with Meadow is, is Tony still has Tracy on the brain a little bit here. You know, there's that, that really cool reveal right before Thanksgiving dinner mm-hmm. when Carmela like moves away with the turkey and then Meadow just is kind of surprising. She's got some just, date nut bread or something. Yeah, but just right there. And, uh, you know, that little flashback to Tracy. Yeah. So we're making some direct connections there. And, yeah, uh, that's, that's, he's going to have a hard time shaking that. And yeah. like, you know, she's going to come up in certain double speak when certain people die next mm-hmm. season. Yes. Yeah. But it's, it's one, one of those things that like you're still they're still kind of toying with you about whether or not Tony's actually a good guy. <laughs> you know, right. It's That's like, the th- oh. I mean, he because the, the problem now is that he bitch slapped Ralph. Mm-hmm. There's no resolution to that. That's mm-hmm. that's the thing. So like the 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 problem is not is no longer that Tracy died. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? But he's still got that on the brain a little bit. Yeah, right. But like as we know, the mafia business trumps everything. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's that's got to be the focus. Yeah, um, yeah, and uh, and just beyond that, I mean, it just makes him very sentimental about his own daughter. Um, you know, which that's very true. It's one of those things. It's like he he, he probably is a sociopath and you know for the most part but well, it is cares, like yeah, yeah he, he cares, cares about cares, his family you know, you know? i mean yeah. he also like uses that care as an excuse to sort of run wild out there with all yeah. that stuff but i mean he you know they, they've got they've got a couple of things to deal with and i just think that it's interesting how you know i like this episode because it's a little bit basic in terms of like the things that are happening mm-hmm. you know what i mean we sort of just like go back and forth kind of in a simple way between like these different little subplots and some of them actually get wrapped up in this episode and Mm -hmm. some of them don't, you know what I mean? But it's always interesting how, um, I mean, I think that it's like we were talking about last week, the way that the seasons are mapped out, this one's kind of mapped out in a complex way because we get a resolution to this Ralphie duel that they're having. Yeah. Like, today yeah but the problem is that it's because of some other shit that went down and it's a bit of a can of worms Mm -hmm. you know and also you know the precedent under which ralphie gets promoted is kind of crazy yeah um but it's cool what i really i i love the the ralphie arc and how it lasts two seasons and how it's not sort of just like this race to the finish you know like yeah yeah breaking bad style yeah Um, i mean i i agree Uh, i like that he survives you know, because it could have just been another Richie Priol kind of thing where it's right, he's dead totally. by episode 12 and then that's the end of it. But um, I, I agree. I like that he makes it. I do. I think that it's I, I think it's a good thing because it's also just like there's a lot of foreplay and a lot of like a lot of tension that that is able to mount before we get that far into their their thing. And then yeah. it's just like 
it, I mean, it's been palpable for a while, but it's going to be like more and more palpable. Yes, big time. As time goes on, big time. Um, so yeah, just wrapping up Meadow. She's uh, she's on her way to being another uh, another Italian princess. Basically, she tried to run away from it, um, but she's back. She's wearing fur coats, even in wardrobe. She's looking more like a soprano girl. That's true. She's, actually, you know, she's a little more cleavage. Mm-hmm. She's like looking less collegey, sort of. Yeah, in her own way. Right. Um, yeah. And she's gonna she's gonna go back and forth a lot as this season goes on between being more mature and less mature. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's not galvanized for a while, but I guess that's college, man. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <just> like <laughs> it's even now. Two steps forward, one step back. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I go home and I'm just like 15 again, and I, I hold up my orange juice glass <laughs> just like Meadow did. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> that, that is the brattiest thing ever. That's the worst. And yeah. she's just yelling at AJ the whole time, like they're six. Yeah, I can't yeah. believe it. You know. There's like no AJ in this episode, really. He's watching football. They're watching that like... He has one of the best lines of the whole episode, which what? is where oh. where Janice says, AJ, did you tell them about how <laughs> one time when I was working at, at Kenny Rogers, I served Barry Sanders? And he goes, yeah, she served him. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's, AJ. That's the extent of his line. Oh, AJ. It's really good. And then and then Aaron's falling asleep on yeah. Tony's shoulder. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's, that's a solid family Thanksgiving where some people are really bored. There's the tone deaf aunt who's like mm-hmm. trying to talk about stuff that like you don't want to hear about. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to point out with that scene, that's like that's a really good like, you know, who's on first type moment. Which one? The uh, the when when Hugh goes Colonel Sanders. Oh yeah, <laughs> and she goes no Kenny Rogers Barry Sanders. <laughs> it reminds me of the uh, the uh, Quasimodo predicted all of this yeah, yeah, yeah. type thing. You know, it's, it's that's a funny little little nugget there. It is it's not good. as funny as the Quasimodo predicted all of this, but like it's pretty good. It's pretty good, yeah, and and maybe not as funny as Have you heard the good news? Just <laughs> this yeah. guy just asking everyone over and over again, again and again. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but it's nice because I think that they nailed like I I, I love that the Soprano family Thanksgiving isn't really different than anyone else's Thanksgiving. Yeah. You know what I mean? Some people are bored. They're funny moments because it's weird and Mm -hmm. you're hanging out with your whole family and then there's always some rando outsider. Yeah. And like (laughs) this Aaron guy showing up. Oh Lord. fucking hilarious. It is, it is. Yeah, they they nail it. They nail the the total awkwardness and uh, you know, something that they just, they they got the slice of life. Who's hungry is all I have to say. Yeah. Uh, I do like, Janice has one other line at that dinner um, and then we can move on but I like that she... I never noticed until watching it this time, but when Jackie comes to pick Meadow up, mm-hmm. she says like a soprano in, a, in an April together. And then she kind of right. like looks, you know, looks down and looks away, like kind of wistfully. And like, you can tell she's thinking about Richie and just knows like, this is a bad combination. <laughs> these, these two you, families. Do you think that she knows that? I, I think, think she's that thinking she's, about Richie. I, I yeah. Think, yeah. But I think she's being nostalgic about it. And I think that's uh, yeah. why, I think that's why Tony rolls his eyes because he's like, yeah, but you shot him. Right. Well, yeah, probably. She's it's, like, oh, my, my, I, like she's, a, my she's talking like she's a fucking widow. Right. You know right, what I mean? Right, but right, like, right. he's like, but bro, like you shot him. That was you, Jan. That was you, Jan. <laughs> and like, it wasn't a good combo either. That's the other thing. Yeah. So well, they specifically weren't a good combo, but, but also these two families just, <laughs> they, they mean, cause each other, other some problems as time goes on. Uh, yeah, they do. And I mean, once again, Roe, the biggest casualty of them all. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? As far as the civilians go, I she, love Ro, she has a really tough run of it, and she's hilarious. She's, yeah. she's like one of the she's one of the finest actors in the show mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I always think that Roe is like Roe is like exactly like Carmela, mm-hmm. but with worse luck. Essentially, yeah. you know what I mean? And 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 it really comes down to uh, to Jack dying, right? Jack Senior, right? And because like. 
with if he was still around, then Richie probably wouldn't be such a shithead. Probably not. Things wouldn't have gone down with Richie. Um, sorry, Jackie wouldn't have been such a shithead. Same thing with with Richie. Yeah, I I, I can only imagine. You know what I mean? Probably not. I feel like yeah. that would have made at least that particular side of things a little bit easier for everybody. Uh, but yeah. Ro really had to bear the brunt of it, and she's got no control over anybody in this. Everyone's running around behind her back, you know, yeah. including yeah. Jackie Jr., who's just kind of. You know, he's already got the secret lifestyle going. Right. And he's such a prick, too. Like when she walks in and she's trying to ask him about Thanksgiving and he, <laughs> t- and he tells her to stop and wait <laughs> while he takes his headphones off. Like amazing. Yeah. He's like a 16 year old. He is. I know. What did she say? He's like, I know you hate being pinned down. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Like for a holiday. Yeah. What a little shit. I love it when he says, fuck it <laughs> on his car phone. <laughs> fuck it. And he just hangs up on his mom. Yeah. I yeah. know how to talk to people. Poor Rosalie. Um, well, okay. So I think that's about wraps up the Thanksgiving thing. I love the turkeys on the truck and Christopher's little joke about turkeys not having any sense of direction. That's a hilarious joke, man. Brilliant. Actually brilliant. Yeah. But I like Fucking it. Christopher. I, I just love that, you know, they, the, the, the mafia always loves the holidays. Mm-hmm. They do it. They do a nice job. They're giving, they're giving turkeys to the, to the reverend mm-hmm. and Hesh is around and Hesh comes in and, and does his like Greek chorus moment, you know, where he's like, what's this I hear? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's almost like too kind of straightforward. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's almost like it's from a trailer for the episode where he's like, what's this I hear? Ralph <laughs> refused to have a drink with you at the casino. Yeah. And he goes, and then he says this thing. He goes, that sounds like a problem, you know? And, and then this fall. Uh, yeah. I wonder how he hears that. I, I would love to see the scenes. I guess we do see some like telephone type scenes in the, in the future, but it's just fun, always funny to me. Well, I mean, we <laughs> used to see so much more Hesh. He used to be around a lot more. Mm-hmm. And I guess he's getting older, but like, mm-hmm. we, I guess we can sort of just assume that he's like, he's in the universe and he probably runs into Sill at the 7 Eleven or something. <laughs> Something like that, yeah. <laughs> At the Jamba yeah. Juice. The <laughs> Jamba Juice. Um, all right, should we, uh, we'll take a little break and get to the, the, the fun part of the episode. The Ralphie Tony stuff is yeah, just Yeah, the Ralphie amazing. Tony stuff is really good. And that's a good segue because they didn't have Thanksgiving dinner together. Exactly. Yeah. So we will be back for uh, part dose. I just got back from Mexico, so I'm doing a lot of Spanish right now. And, uh, and uh, we'll see you then. No fucking ZD is brought to you by the Boston Strangler. Jesus, ma. on after your pants but I'll, we'll talk about that later the pants uh, on the pants i guess so <laughs> i'm wearing ufo pants like they were at that rave might be a little different very true uh welcome back have you heard the good news uh i i have not what is it nfc is back <laughs> nfc is risen um welcome back we are uh, still talking about he is risen we've decided to just do one episode this this podcast so <laughs> yeah, exactly uh so we, i i guess that with the uh, tony and ralphie story it happens kind of linearly yeah let's just go through it and it's kind of fun like they're at the casino which mm-hmm. exists now which is cool mm-hmm. uh i i love ralphie 
gambling. He's hilarious. Yeah, doing well, doing real well. Even even when he gambles, he seems to make the most money out of anybody somehow. So he's a good gambler, and he yeah. gets he says read him and suck my dick, which is a really <laughs> good one. It is great. Um, I speaking of that scene and speaking of the music that we just heard, I, I love the choice there to use this kind of like Western standoff uh, dual music. You know, yeah, exactly. As they're as you know as they're slowly approaching each other there. Well, that's and what it is. It, it is. It is. Yeah. A sta- but it's like a. It's it's like a mind standoff. Yeah. It's a. It's the business standoff. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it really comes down to rules and precedent. It's like the Supreme Court. They're like, is there precedent for this? Mm-hmm. Well, if not, like we have the. It's really. It's. It's kind of really well done how they're all about the rules. Yeah. But they're all about hardening their own position using the rules, even though they both kind of fucked up. Right. And it's interesting that Tony is sort of in the wrong. Yeah. And, and knows it too. You know, I mean, he even yeah. says to Melfi when he's talking about this problem at work, he's like, now part of it's my fault. I know. So it is kind of interesting. He he's, he's yeah. well aware that he sort of fucked this up. Well, and the way that he puts it to hash is like really good. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, it's a problem because he's a despicable fuck that I bitch slapped in a moment of very <laughs> justified anger. I think right. that's a real, that's such a great line. Right. 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 Uh, but yeah, I, I love the we learn a lot of mob rules in this one. It seems right. like even, even the drink thing. I mean, fairly obvious, but like the, that it carries so much weight. I think is really funny <laughs> that it's that it's another true. time, Anthony, another time, another time. Love that. Another time, Anthony. Yeah. And he says, calls him Anthony. Mm-hmm. Not God. Not not Tom. Mm-hmm. T. Yeah. Nothing. R- Ralphie knows what he's doing. He's he's that was a that was a little bit of a mind fuck. You know, he was he was really on it there. Yeah. He's uh, he's brazen. But there's um, also a lot of foreshadowing about his death. You know, you'll be on a on a slab. You keep it up. You very know, like true. That kind of thing. They're going to find this piece of shit in a trunk somewhere. Very true. All true. Yeah. <laughs> All correct. <laughs> Except for being found. I can imagine that Ralphie's just never found. Um, yeah. And we should yeah. mention Gigi. You know, we we get a little Gigi here and there just to remind us that he's there in power and uh, not giving Tony any trouble. Not giving Tony any trouble. Exactly. And uh, so that'll that'll come up later. Or uh, I don't know if you can say come up, but uh, something. <laughs> <laughs> it'll get stuck somewhere. It'll get stuck somewhere. Exactly. Um, there's, there will be some backing up. That's for sure. Um, so yeah, I mean this whole, this drink thing mixed with the Tracy thing just kind of sets off this whole, uh, political side of things, which is really fun and interesting to watch. Yeah. Can I nerd out a little bit about like camera angles and stuff in this one scene? Yeah. The, when Tony and Syl are sitting down at the restaurant, I just, I love the way that scene is shot. You know, it's kind of like, you get these nice angles where it's just one of them. Yeah. And it's kind of like shot you know, normally if when you're shooting a scene like that, if you want the audience to like feel like they're part of the conversation, you'll do like a straight over the shoulder or even kind of like an in-between shot. So it's like more head on. Right. But this is kind of shot from these interesting angles and from kind of further away. And they're speaking in hushed tones. Like it's supposed to kind of be like the secret meeting, you know, like you're watching something that you're not really supposed to be a part of. You get a lot of context for them. Like yeah. what's what, what's in the room around them. It reminds me a lot of, of Westerns and stuff. Yeah, a know? little bit. Yeah. And even people walking in front of them and like these shadows go by so it's like you're you're not like it's almost like you're spying on this like secret mob conversation which i really love well it is it is a serious conversation it is yeah uh not the least of which is because uh sill actually tells tony that he kind of just feels like he's in the wrong a little bit right you yeah. know what i mean and like i think there's a lot going into this where tony is like well yeah but i just actually don't like ralph like right. that's a big part of it but at the same time, you know, you have a situation where, like, he he does feel this way about this this young girl, mm-hmm. and he had he had kind of an attachment to her, but and mm-hmm. he's really writing it out. But Syl is like, 
yeah, okay, but who yeah, cares? You have nothing to stand on. Not a daughter, not a wife, not a girlfriend, you know? Yeah, and Ralph says that too when they're mm-hmm. at the diner, and he says, he says, if if it was his daughter, maybe, or something like that. It's like, <laughs> what? Only maybe? Oh, yeah, it's like, the, the, he says it's so, like, I can understand, maybe if it was his daughter, yeah. you know? But it's just like, what? Yeah. Like, it's- Ralph seems to be the only one who's, like, really upholding... Uh, the actual rules that are laid down when you get made, which is that nothing comes before this. You know what right. I mean? And 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 by doing that, Tony, uh, I mean, you know, Ralph did affect Sill's bottom line, mm-hmm. but yeah, Sill doesn't seem true. to care that much. So that's one thing. But like the bitch slapping, that's something that you, uh, it's just not okay. Right. Regardless of how hard someone steps out of line. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I guess then the whole thing kind of falls apart, I guess, if that starts to be allowed. But I I don't know. Again, we've talked a million times about people like using the rules to their own weird advantage. And and it really comes down to like, it's like a case by case thing. And like position you're in. Yeah, that too. Um, But 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 I think that Ralph, more than anyone else, is a guy who really toes the line mm -hmm. uh, in in according to the mob rules. Mm hmm. But as far as like regular life is so despicable and like unlikable mm-hmm. and unsympathetic, I think that it's like it's one of those things where it really puts that mob mentality to the test. Right. Because, you know, like and he says to Johnny Sack, he's like, he's like, I've given my life to this thing. I'm earning with three hands over here. Like he's literally saying, like, what else am I supposed to be doing here? Yeah. You know, like I'm following the rules. Like, why is this even a thing? You right. know what I mean? And that's I understand why he's so angry, because Tony's playing mind games with him where he's actually like on paper as like perfect. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. That's very true. He's capable, earns money, and uh, and does know the rules in and out, you know. So it is, it is, it's and, a tough and follows them. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. He's, what, he's in a parallel dimension, though. He is, yeah. But it's it's what makes him so much more interesting to me than than Richie because there's just I, I don't know, just the fact that he's Richie like, couldn't do either. Yeah, and and he's not like outwardly scary and angry. It's more just like he just he he knows how to play you and play the rules and 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 uh, yeah, he just he's endlessly more interesting to me than Richie April was. I agree. He he's totally interesting and he also it it also speaks to his longevity as a character Mm -hmm. he does a really good job Mm -hmm. of of sticking it out because he's so valuable as an earner and because people can't really have beef with him as far as like what he's doing within the mafia i mean all he wants to do is be captain he's not like i want to be boss you know what i mean Mm. although i wonder if he like lasted longer he probably would have made a push for that eventually no i think that he's too crazy to be a boss you know yeah i don't know if i don't know if anyone would back him up other than like Vito. <laughs> yeah, Vito. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. And, and like, like maybe a, a dumb Eugene who's not too smart. Yeah. At this yeah. point. Right. Right. But I uh, I know it's, it's one of those things where he's he's a perfect character for this moment because he's so disliked in many ways. Yeah. But like he really he makes it rain, man. He That's does. For sure. He does. Yeah. Um, I, uh, you know, so let's talk about him going to Johnny Sack. I uh, Johnny Sack is really starting to. uh I, mean, I guess you could say Johnny Sack's coming into his own a little bit. He's coming into his own. He's <laughs> sticking his beak in for sure. Yeah. He always kind of has the drop on the Jersey family. Yeah. He does a really good job of that. He does it with Paulie later on. Paul. Paul. <laughs> Paul Walnut. He he does a really good job of of being a step ahead of Tony and also kind of manipulating a little bit. Yeah. You know, I mean, he's yeah. the one who really keeps this from getting ugly in many ways because he pushes on Ralph to to lay his sword down and be like, all right, fine. 
whatever. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Even though, he, you know, and he's just like, I assure you, Tony knows he was in the wrong, which is true. But mm-hmm. Tony never admits anything, you know, mm-hmm. uh, to him. And he basically does it because of the money that they're making. Yeah. I mean, it's, it'd be, it'd be really dumb for New York to just, to just totally, you know, cut ties with the Soprano family or with the Jersey family. Cause, uh, yeah, I mean, it'll make, make some ton of money and that, uh, you know, the housing developments finally, the Esplanade, the Esplanade rather. Yeah. I guess the housing developments next season, the HUD stuff hasn't happened right, yet. No. The Esplanade is finally breaking ground and he's saying that they'll need, you know, uh, um, Oh, I can't think of the name of the truck now, <laughs> but he's saying they're going to make a lot of money yeah. and that they'll need bulldozers to, to take it all out yeah, 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 exactly. or whatever it is. Yeah. Oh boy. I, I mean, <laughs> I'm not, a, I'm not a real man. I don't know. If I, <laughs> not really truck guys. You yeah. Know? But, <laughs> uh, he, he, yeah, he, he, he kind of plays both sides really, really well. He does. And he's like sort of transparent with Tony, but like sort of not. Mm-hmm. And, but he's like really trying to smooth it over. And I mean, I, I, I'm down with that. Mm-hmm. I think it's cool. I think it's a good move. <laughs> I agree. I agree. And, uh, the one we have, I, I love the line about Jenny that he has. <laughs> used to I be know. Some <laughs> they're they're really laying a lot of good groundwork. You yeah, know, I yeah. mean, this poor. So apparently, she wore a fat suit. We someone commented that that they were related to her or or knew someone who was related somehow related to her. They knew yeah. her in real life, and she did. So I feel a little bit better about all these jokes that they make at her expense. They're so mean. Yeah. They're so mean. But, but but like you know, when when Tony gets into the Maserati later on, yeah, and like it's just like there are all these little moments where you're like, oh, fat joke. Yeah. <laughs> Whoopsie. But, but yeah, you're right. We're kind of we're learning more things about him. He he, he loves his wife, which will come up later. And yeah, it's and, cool. And he he knows how to uh, to manipulate to his advantage big time, and he's um, kind of a, he's a he's a big league guy. You know yeah. what I mean? I mean, I, I don't mean to compare Jersey to New York in that way, but you know, New York City, if you can make it there, I, I've heard this. Yes. That's what they say. You know, you could make it anywhere, mm-hmm. and I think that he's exemplifying that mentality. <laughs> <laughs> certainly is. Yes, <laughs> he certainly is. Um, so he does manage to basically, you know, actually one thing I want to bring up. Ralphie asked to switch families, which I like didn't even think of as a possibility. But that's like that's kind of interesting to me. And I sort of wish they tried to do something like that on the show just to watch how that would go down. There's no precedent for it, I feel like. You know what I mean? Because like eh. they say that's one of the things that they're always working in. That's why I said it was like the Supreme Court. There's mm-hmm. no there's no precedent for it. Like David Chase mentioned it about the Italians and the Russians, you mm-hmm. know? Like one of the things that that uh Eugene brings up at the diner, he's saying like Joe Blow from Mulberry Street, same exact situation, huge, mm-hmm. huge problem. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And it's like, I, I love how they just said same exact situation. So like it was a problem because someone got bitch slapped or because like a whore died. Like, is that also, was, was there another dead whore with this other situation that he's re- referring to? Yeah. But like the thing about switching families, there's no precedent and like they're always talking about precedent and there's, I don't think there's a precedent for someone switching families like that. I wonder. Also, uh, does Johnny want this guy? Probably not. Yeah. And even, he even mentions that Carmine doesn't know who he is, you know? I mean, yeah, I, I don't know. I think Johnny likes it better where he can kind of like play both sides and use That's Ralphie true. if he needs him. And, uh, you know, kind of just, uh, if it serves Johnny, I guess he'd be into it. But for the most part, I don't think it does. Uh, I do love like his just reaction to all this, this, these like little hints Ralphie drops in about maybe whacking Tony and it's just like, what are you fucking stupid? Like, yeah, you, you think of the mafia as just 
the way it's portrayed in a lot of movies, a lot of shitty movies, I guess, is people are just like ready to shoot and kill whoever it is. Yeah. But like, yeah, there's go like, for it. yeah, I mean, you you can't, you know, I mean, it would, it would have like these huge consequences. That would fuck up everything. Yeah, it would fuck up business. Really, is what it comes down to. Yeah, more exactly. than anything, you know. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. He's not like Tony's such a nice guy. Like, why would you kill him? Right. Yeah. <laughs> I <laughs> love got, Tony. Yeah, he's got a great Thanksgiving dinner coming yeah. up. He's a cool guy. Yeah. Um. So. He, but he does he kind of plays both sides there right like where he tells he tells both of them that they want to meet right and neither actually said that they really wanted to meet but it seems like Ralphie kind of goes along with it in some way he's a good mobster mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. why I mean you know I think that Johnny Sack and Ralphie and Tony are on sort of the same level intelligence wise they definitely are yeah. Ralphie's too impulsive he doesn't have any self-control mm-hmm. but he's very smart and but that's why he you know doesn't he can't write it out as well mm-hmm. uh, Johnny Sack is too power hungry I think more so than Tony and mm-hmm. he runs into trouble with that because he wants the glamour of the big chair as they say mm-hmm. and uh, I mean we find out more about that later on but I think that Tony is like the perfect middle ground where he's he's really good at strategizing and he's not as interested as time goes on in the glamour or cowboyitis, as he puts it, mm-hmm. he just wants to make this work as long as he can yeah and he also I mean speaking of strategy you know Melfi comes back big in this episode yeah. for a couple scenes, and uh, we, oh, yeah, that's you know, true. he has he not only has Syl to go talk to, he not only has Polly to go talk to, but he also has Melfi, who's like literally helping him become a better mobster. Yeah, but, can we talk about that a little bit? Yeah, yeah. I yeah. have written down the art of war. Yes. What the fuck? <laughs> why would so, she give him that? <laughs> like, why is she sort of endorsing? Yeah. Him? Well, Kind of an oversight on her part, but then again, at the same time, she's not really challenging him on anything, especially, you know, the rape comes up again in in this episode and and him walking her down to the car comes up. So like, that's really interesting. Yeah. That's really interesting. Um, that's the thing is that, you know, Tony for all of this bullshit going on is pretty content. (laughs) Mm-hmm. in this episode he's really comfortable with all the shit flying around mm-hmm. he's comfortable being in sort of a deadlock within the mafia you know what I mean he's doing his thing he's negotiating and then he's got this like hot new side piece right and he's kind of riding high despite all of these issues you know what I mean yeah I guess so and 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 the Sun Tzu book certainly is a uh, Chinese helps Machiavelli yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how they explain that shit to each other yeah I mean that's really he he can't use the mob rules uh, to to fight Ralphie so he's using these other little tactics which I think is, is really interesting and I and think they that, sound like good tactics yeah I, I read the Art of War like years ago and it's a short it's a quick short read and it is really really interesting and uh, and there are just a bunch of little there are actually the thing is even if you were just to be a manager at at like a middle manager somewhere you like Seven Eleven yeah I mean well yeah at Seven Eleven. If, if you're just making the Slurpee cups, <laughs> read the Art of War if you want to make the best Slurpee there is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, an- another NFZ bump for Sun Tzu, by the way. Sun Tzu, who, who really needs the bump, I think. No, but so but, it's useful for like middle management types. I mean, it just it's good for strategizing. You know, there are those things like he mentions if uh, if your enemy has is irritable, you know, irritate him more. There's just like interesting like if you're running up against this kind of person, do this. You know, it's uh, I, it's been a while since I read it and um, I didn't clearly didn't go back to do any research for this podcast. And <laughs> 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 but um, but it is interesting. And, um, you know, I actually partly read it because of the show and and uh, I just forget why. But it was, it's it's it is interesting. Sure. Um, I believe you. And uh, thank you. Great. And um, just the fact that it goes back to Melfi, I think, is also really interesting. So he he has an arsenal of ways to annoy Ralphie, which... That's true. Yeah. But, you know, again, so like we said, he can't really ignore Ralphie. He's, he's kind of too good. And, uh, you know, 
that that comes up pretty directly in this episode after Gigi makes a little stop in the, in the toilet to to jerk off and shit at the same time. I don't I know. Guess. If he's, I think he's just shitting and looking at porno. Yeah, as we, we all do. I love like that smell mixed with. I know it's a really interesting combo. Sure. Right? Oh Jesus. <laughs> oh God. Um, but yeah, so Tony doesn't really have a choice about Ralphie because it it he has to make a decisive choice pretty much right after Gigi unfortunately passes away. Right. Right. Um, exactly. Great, great efficient writing in that funeral scene with the, the, the scanning across the April crew well, landing on Ralphie. You know what's going to happen. I like that they didn't leave it as a cliffhanger either mm-hmm. because it's like, okay, well, there's Vito. There's Eugene who's passed out. And mm-hmm. there's that creepy guy whose name we don't really find out. You want me I to forget. go get, go to Rite Aid to get you some metal musel? You know, like, <laughs> all right. <laughs> Uh, he's kind of an ass kiss, you yeah. know what I mean? And then, and then and there's, creepy, yeah. and, and he's creepy. He's and, creepy. And then, like, you shouldn't have a buzz at that age, you know? Yeah, what I mean? no. it just looks weird with a suit. It does. Yeah. Um, and then you know you get to Ralphie, who's actually thinking about something. Exactly. Yeah. He's 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 like Tony. He's like moving constantly. Mm-hmm. You know, he's that sharp. He's like tapping his fingers, thinking about something. You know, bored just like Tony is. Yeah. There's there's uh there's something relatable between the two of them there. There really sure. is, and he's also the only choice. Yeah. And I mean, but the thing is that like he gets relieved of all of these decisions mm-hmm. because I mean this is what we were talking about where like you know it's usually not black and white. Usually these, the solutions to these issues aren't usually one or the other. Mm-hmm. Uh, something kind of wild happened mm-hmm. that like you never would assume. But like, you know, when you think about it, you know, people die not from gunshots all the time. Yeah. And like sooner or later, this was going to happen to someone right in, 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 in their family. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, it, so it makes sense. And then you know, we get a lot of nice explanations in this episode between Hesh and uh, and uh, the conversation that Tony has with Junior. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's a great scene, too. We should talk about that. It's a really good scene. And yeah. I, I really like, you know, how Junior is, is is kind of in this doing this consigliere thing a little bit. Yeah, but that's before he talks to Junior before Gigi dies. And then I think Gigi dies right after. But still, yeah, right. it is nice to see Junior in that role. And it, it kind of makes you think like if he maybe wasn't so crazy ambitious and was a little more patient, like he might have been better as a as a second in command. Junior's just, impulsive and egotistical a lot like Ralph and Johnny Sack. Yeah. And it didn't serve him well. No, you know no. what I mean? Yeah. If he just hadn't tried to kill Tony and I mean granted it worked out for Tony because he had this lightning rod and so this is actually the the perfect situation for Tony. It really but is. For Junior, if he just had been uh just kind of knew his role a little more, uh, you know, he might have uh, done a little better for himself. That's totally true. Yeah. Not that he's not. I mean, I guess he's half a boss too, in a weird way. He's but. half a boss, but it also just seems like he he gets it. He's on the level. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I mean, we see this when he's dealing with Richie April. Mm-hmm. Um, but in this scene, I you know I like it how he's he's kind of he's clear headed right now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's got some good advice. He really does. You know. Well, and also, I maybe having the cancer has brought him back to like what's important in life. Yeah, which is you know the mob <laughs> <laughs> crime yeah crime he's not as like obsessed with all this petty bullshit between him and tony you know he's right. like he's like okay with just giving kind of more transparent advice that's not tinged with this like strategy for him right right it's, it seems like there's trust between them right now which is really good yeah it's a nice scene to see them on on the level with each other and yeah. uh, and talking mob stuff again you know again like you said this, this, is a, this whole episode is family family stuff you know family yeah. slash family 
and uh, and that's just another extension of it. Actually, the working title of Sopranos was Family to Family. <laughs> <laughs> With the number two or the two, it the Roman definitely numeral? the number two. Okay, great. Not, it's like jungle to jungle, not boys to men. <laughs> you know okay, I, mean? I gotcha. Um, so the Ralphie storyline wraps up. He does get captain. And, uh, he gets captain, but there's still tension. Tony refuses a drink when mm-hmm. Ralphie's really just like, he kind of he kind of has one of those like, all right, appreciate me dad moments mm-hmm. and tony to- totally denies him he does yeah no and drink as johnny says it's all posturing which he has to do tony tony has to remind him i am the boss here how's it gonna look exactly and uh i guess we we should back up a little and talk about his apology because i love how long it takes ralphie to get to the tracy thing and it's like watching a little kid like kind of like look down his shoes tapping yeah. his toes he's like I was rude <laughs> it's like yeah. and what else <laughs> I disrespected the bing yeah exactly and <laughs> well because to him the Tracy is really the last thing it's mm. the last most important thing I think I think so yeah, yeah. Uh, like her life in and of itself like the event you know tripped a lot of other alarms like disrespecting the bing and being rude and shit like that but you know what like her life is less important to Ralph than it was to Tony. Yeah. You know what I mean? I know. It's kind of unbelievable. And yeah. it's so skeevy when he's like, and that child she she was carrying wasn't mine. It's like, Jesus Christ, yeah. he's come back. It's really terrible. But but maybe it wasn't. It brings me back to my whole thing yeah. because I don't think it was his. I don't think that he put his P in or V. Who knows? Well, they show him doing it in that one scene, but... but I don't know. Who knows? I guess you're right, but maybe maybe it was, maybe it wasn't. But I I stand by my whole thing that like he he punched the shit out of her because he didn't want uh, it to get out that he likes weird sex. I think that he felt that she was going there when he when she said you feel like a man, mm-hmm. you know, because he was probably having trouble getting it up, you know, it like mm-hmm. wasn't working. Um, and also, I think that there's probably tension because he knows that like. Tony can bang anybody and everybody knows that he's like a super horn dog mm-hmm. and uh, like a dog with two bones, like a dog with two bones. This guy, <laughs> I don't even know what that means, but I really like that line. It's like, you know, like give a dog one bone and then like show them that you have another and they'll want both, you know, kind of like they'll, they'll, they never just, they're never like, I'm good. I have one bone. Like, yeah. Oh, it's like, oh you have true. another one. Give me that one too. Like, you know, like, wow. So Ralph is smarter than me. <laughs> Ralph, he's got some, I, I say some dumb things on, I think I'm the dumbest one out of the three of us, Ralphie, you and me. <laughs> How about the two of us on the podcast? Still dumbest. <laughs> um, but he makes captain, and he, he really did get it based on merit, but it just happened to be kind of a weird circumstance. You well, know, he got it based on merit, just and, not on personality. It was just a situation where, yeah, exactly. He had to sidestep the fact that Tony didn't like him. You mm-hmm. know, I mean, this is like he's like a guy. He's like an artist who's really good at applying for grants, and mm-hmm. so somehow <laughs> keeps going even though no one likes his shit. That's great. You know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I guess the last thing we should talk about, is there any more to talk about on Ralph? I want to cover anything else with Johnny. I mean, I'm cool with that. Yeah. So I, I love, jo- I love getting it, getting a few of like what Johnny's up to just in the middle of the day. Just watching like, the drinking, a, drinking a Snapple with a glass Yes, <laughs> and, and watching TV in his kitchen. Yeah. Yeah. And smoking cigs and watching the, uh, the construction in his backyard and listening to the radio. Right. Yeah. Seems nice. Seems pretty solid. I know that's Seems let's move to Jersey. Real nice, real, real nice. Um, so we we meet a pretty uh, major player 
for the for the second half of the season here. For Tony's psychology also for the rest of his life. Mm-hmm. And that is Gloria Trillo. Yeah, and 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 you know from the second you see her waiting there. I mean, what is what is Melfi thinking? There's some colossal missteps here. Yeah. First of all, it's not some like old Jewish guy who's in in his waiting room. You know, right. it's a young Italian. It's not Terry Winter. It's yeah. like this fucking like fiery hot yeah woman wearing like fishnets yeah all legs we know we already know that through tony and melfi's relationship that he loves the legs like yeah. the italian ladies he loves them he's a leg man yeah and she is sitting there and it, she's just you it, it's just coming out her eyeballs you know what i mean mm-hmm. she's hot and mm-hmm. she knows it and tony like that i love that little smile that he gives her when he walks in and he's like it's going down. It's going down. I know, but what is Melfi thinking between the Sun Tzu and this? Like, she's really derailing some shit, man. I know, yeah. Uh, I wonder how, how that did happen. Did, did Melfi really mess up? Is there, it's, it's probably, that's it, People right? do weird, I mean, if, if you want to talk about, you know, Melfi's line of work and the subconscious, mm-hmm. you know, maybe she, you know, maybe she wanted to stick it to someone. Mm-hmm someone or another yeah i don't know i mean uh, you know we're she knows at the end she mentions to elliot that like her patients don't care about her and then she knows at the end glory is lying to her so it's kind of like yeah. uh it's uh it's a little weird i mean she's getting reminded again that like as much as she might think that she needs tony for for protection or something like that that like he's not a very good patient and gloria's yeah. not a good one either no and gloria's got like real problems yeah and the problem is that gloria is like a person who could be saved yeah if not she didn't more though yeah, yeah if yeah. she would like commit more to her therapy and stuff like that yeah i uh it's it's kind of wild but you know, she's a Mercedes saleswoman. Mm-hmm. It's kind of cool. You know, I think that that the way that Tony tracks her down is kind of classy. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Also, just blatantly, like, just waves it in Carmela's face too. Just with a, I'm thinking about buying a Mercedes. You know, and she's like, yeah, you should have a cute car, but yeah, know. but he's he's thinking about banging Gloria in a Mercedes. Oh, totally. Yeah, you know? and they wind up at at a boat. Yeah, the Stugats. Um. I will learn a lot about her obviously over the next couple episodes. Well, we can already but, tell that she's nuts. She's like yes. skipping therapy. But I, I think that for Tony, there's this whole erotic level to this because she, he met her in therapy basically, mm-hmm. you know, and he, we know that he sort of walks in there with a boner, even figuratively right. um, in his <laughs> he dreams. always pops Viagra before therapy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, but That's he had the dream scene. where in the, in the, uh, in the dream, he walks in with the, the, Straight the up erection. Boner. Yeah. 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 And I think that like, there's, it's extra hot because mm-hmm. he met her at therapy, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like banging the cute church girl or something. Right. Yeah. There's probably just some kind of weird, like, you know, Vince Vaughn and the wedding crashers when she's like she's crazy but she's my kind of crazy yeah exactly <laughs> you know? well that's true that's too like that's totally happening here that's you know? true too but i think that he's sort of like having he's like having mind sex with 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 melfi oh totally like through gloria you yes, know what i mean that's a great point yeah totally totally it's really interesting yeah um they are really fun to watch together on screen as uh, i mean we know the relationship's doomed and that they're both fucking psychos but yeah um i i i watched them again and i'm kind of like i i'd love seeing the two those two actors together they, there's something just there you they're know great they're great and they're they're totally meant for each other yes you know big time so we'll see where that goes. We yeah. wish him the best. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Well, I think uh, that about wraps up. He is risen. Um, it sets up a lot of stuff for the, for the final four or five episodes we have here. Yeah. Not a ton of room for interpretation. 
No, I guess not. Um, this is one of those more eventful episodes where the podcast is less funny, I think. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> no, I mean, it's really just all kind of, you know, it's it's fun because it's like a, we, we really feel like we're part of the secret club of the mafia, which is what I really like about it, you know? Yeah, that's totally um, true. The, the scene I mentioned earlier, the way that shot, I like the Ralphie apology scene, how, how Chris, Chris and Paul are both kind of like, you know, standing guard outside of the, you know, away from the table. They're, they're, just it's good intimidation. It's good mm-hmm. intimidation. Also, mm-hmm. oh, I wanted to shout out Artie mm-hmm. for finally kind of getting down the mafia way. I got to go ro- rotate my pork shoulder. <laughs> you know what I mean? He actually managed to be a cool mafia guy for once. He did, yeah. He did a good, like, I got to go, I got to go make two phone calls. Yeah. You know, like was, that kind of thing. It was real good, yeah. I love that. So, like, we were talking about last week the mafia double speak and like up is down and all this stuff. And right. like, I just love how everyone's like, I got something to do. I'm going to get out of your hair. Yeah. You know right. what I mean? And like, it's, but. That's just their way of saying, okay, I'll leave. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, and he looks cool, too, with the cig in his mouth and, like, the two shot glasses. The cig in his mouth. It's also kind of shot very Godfather-esque. It's, mm-hmm. He's very dark. You kind of can't can't see him that well. Tony's sitting there, and he's really, the, the like, glowing in the shot. He looks great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a good-looking show. They, they knew how to show. shoot something and put it on film. Well, I think the way that it was shot, I think it's no, I really agree, come yeah. into its own, like, <laughs> as far as the way that the show's going to look. Yeah, I in agree. In a lot of ways, you Yeah, know? totally, totally. Um, so yeah, I think that about wraps it up. We'll obviously have more Jackie Jr. coming up and, uh, mm-hmm. and then a lot more Gloria. So, so Tony and Meadow found some new, uh, new romance in this episode. And, that's uh, true. And yeah. it's, it's all bad. It's, yes, it's all very bad. It's all bad. And, uh, and Ralphie as captain will have to make some important decisions coming up. And, um, yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's, he has risen. So great. Good. All right. What's We've the, heard what's, the good news. What's the next one that we're doing? Uh, Made in America? Yeah, we're going to skip right to the finale again. <laughs> no, the next one is to save us all from Satan's power. So we get another holiday Oh, that's a good, holiday another holiday episode. episode. Mm-hmm. That's that's good because it's like melting hot in New York City right now. I know. Yeah, it'll feel um, good. It'll feel real good. Another yeah. flashback episode too, which we haven't had too many extended uh, yes. flashbacks but but yeah we have this that be good. We, yeah the sopranos rarely we've talked about this rarely plays with time mm-hmm. uh but we're gonna get a little bit of it here mostly just very simple flashbacks in mm-hmm. terms of like revelations that everybody's having yes um this is gonna be this is the first holiday season with puss gone yeah i believe yeah. right so uh, yes so it explains why they're going through it. I mean, we've had mention of him, you know, when 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 Georgie brought in the Big Mouth Billy Bass. Yes. Um, <laughs> Who will and, also uh, make another appearance next week. <laughs> oh, he will, won't he? Yeah. That's right. That's right. And uh, they should have credited him as a guest star in the opening credits. <laughs> <laughs> Special guest, Big Mouth Billy Bass. Would they have put the Big Mouth in quotes or the Billy in quotes? Mm, tough to say. Probably Quote, the Big Mouth. Big, big Mouth Billy Bass. <laughs> or maybe it's Big Mouth parentheses Billy Bass, like a song title kind of. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, no. Th- I that wasn't like my that. best. <laughs> well, all right. All right. Uh, so we'll be back next week to talk about that. It's a little Christmas. Get your uh, get your Santa suit out. And um, fuck you, Santa. Fuck you. <laughs> fuck you, Santa. Yo, oh, all, like, all I have to say is, I, we forgot to mention it, but I just have to say it on the air. Nucleotides and shit. <laughs> that's that, that's that I think sums it up for me. It does. All right. Thanks for listening to NFZ once again. No, uh, stop thanking them. All right. They should be thanking us. Yeah. Yeah. But they're no, not. No, I thought I, I was just listening for them. I think they are. <laughs> <laughs> they're outside. <laughs> All right. Follow, email, subscribe, blah, blah, blah. NFZ, fuck yourselves. Whatever. Don't. If, it, do if you it don't or, want to, do don't. it or don't. Yeah. You know? We don't give a shit. It's fine. Yeah. 
All right, this is NFC saying don't drive We're like my brother. We're running three hands over here, and it's not good <laughs> enough to satisfy these cocksuckers. They need Twitters, too? Oh, Jesus Christ, you're right. All right, bye. See you later. Bye, good night. Bye. Bye.